old friend was broke. She didn't know what to do or where to turn. I'm Nora Ellen. The reason I began this podcast called Women Starting Over is to help women like my friend who find themselves in financial hardship, like divorce, or lost their job or went bankrupt, or maybe, sadly, their husband passed away. You will love these real-life stories of my guests of how they went from being broke to hope to financial success. If she can do it, so can you. Here we go. Hello, my sister, my empowered sister, amazing sister. That's what you are to me. Yes, that you're listening to this podcast. I commend you. I'm laughing a little bit because before I started recording, I walked out to get something. And what did I come back with? It wasn't the thing I went for. (laughs) And maybe you do that too. Part of it is we used to always blame that on old age, which isn't true at all. There is so much information we're having to hold in our minds and our lives right now. It can be a little overwhelming at times. So give yourself grace. Last episode, I mentioned I was reading a book and I couldn't remember the title, but it was about divorce and getting over divorce, which I'm always vulnerable and I shared with you that I'm finding even after 19 years of being divorced, there can be a new level of healing, maybe something I've stuffed for a while or a trigger point I didn't know was there because nothing triggered me. The name of the book is Living Unbroken by Tracy Miles, and I, I do recommend the book. I enjoyed it. There was a big aha in the book for me, which I will get to later. It has so many practical chapters in the book that you might not actually expect, which is what I liked about the book. If you're hearing pages rustling, that's me. Loneliness, yep, we get that can happen. But how about breaking the power of shame or guilt or that you are not crazy? or How about making the most of living single? It's time for you. And I'll tell you what, for those of you listening that maybe you haven't gotten divorced, but you've suffered a loss. That's why you're listening to this podcast. There's something that hasn't happened for you when it comes to income, because maybe sadly your husband passed away or that business you started didn't work out, or got laid off. All those are losses, and they really take a lot of the same kind of recovery in many ways. And here's the good news. Imperfect progress is better than none. That's how it is when we have to grow out of something very painful. And I know divorce, it's a death. Only that person's still alive. It can almost be worse than an actual death because that person's still alive and probably active in our life if we have children. But it can be the same with the business that you lost. 
because there's probably people you met through that business and maybe you're not seeing them anymore. Yet the thing about a death of anything is it really does not change who you are. You are still wonderful you. You've experienced something hurtful. That is definitely true. The thing is, here in America at least, we need to do better knowing how to grieve any kind of loss. Grief can actually be a medicine if we let ourselves grieve. I remember when I had heard that my former husband remarried right away, I thought, I am going to grieve like they do in other countries. I burst out loud, wailing and crying, and I got on the floor and pounded the floor, and I, I cried, and I tried to get it all out as, as best I could in that moment. And I believe me, I wish it all went away in that moment, but it didn't. But I think it was good that I did yell. And it wasn't a him. It was just grief, grief, getting out the grief. Did you know there are stages of grief, five stages of grief? And really, this applies to a lot of different kinds of deaths and hurts and struggles. The first one is denial. I can't believe that happened. The second one is anger. How could you leave me? Sometimes we even get angry at the people that we love that died. It's okay, friend. It is normal and natural. And then we start bargaining. Well, if this or that. And then we can go into depression. Feeling the loss, the, the hurt, the missing that person. And even, like I said, shame or guilt just feeling down. You miss that person. You miss that business. You miss whatever it is that you had that died in your life. And then the last step is acceptance. So know that there are stages and there's no perfect way of going through this. You can't really rush it. I, I don't recommend at all that you try to rush getting through a kind of death that you have experienced. Now, there's different parts to grief in that there's the loss of the dream, your company, or that person that you lost, and all the things that went with it. Sometimes a little bit of our identity that we might have had too much in that business or that job or that company, that person. But here's the thing, you can choose to love those that are still in your life. Have you taken inventory of those that love you, those that you love? Not the ones that moved away. Let them go. It's okay. We're going to have times in our lives of letting go of a lot of things. I've had to let go of youth <laughs> and, and some beauty that I used to have, which is fine because, you know, what I've thought is I'm going to rely on my heart, not so much my looks, because do you think other people care about what I look like? Not really. No, they care about how I treat them. And that's the thing is to remember in what you've lost, there are still those who love 
and are worthy of love. And we want to get to the point of accepting what's happened. And the thing is, if you're not ready, it's okay. But that is the goal, and it can happen. And to make sure your identity isn't tied up with the grief of what happened, the loss. It's something that happened to you. It doesn't mean that's who you are. And a good thing that always helps our mood is gratitude, being thankful. I have a blessing jar that the, my wonderful daughter in love gave me, and I love it. It's got, it came with a bunch of little hearts where I can write something on the heart, and then I put it inside the blessing jar. And my blessing jar is clear, <laughs> so I can see it fill up, and I can go in there and look at what I put in that blessing jar. Because you know what, my sister, it has to be intentional in getting over things that have been hard for us. The one thing that was a huge aha for me in reading Living Unbroken, and the subtitle is Reclaiming Your Life in Your Heart After Divorce, and I'll say loss because really it is, it is the same in many ways. Loss is loss. But that is the last chapter in the book, which I love. Girl, you're not crazy. <laughs> I never thought about going through divorce that the tr it's traumatic. Yes, but it never occurred to me what it could do to me in, in ways like physical and how going through divorce can leave someone with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Usually when we hear about PTSD, we think of our wonderful veterans and the horrors that they've seen and the scars that has left on their mind and their heart. But it never occurred to me I could have some of that with the divorce that I experienced, where my mind is not able to process some of what happened. And PTSD can be misunderstood. It could be stigmatized. And we have to stop doing that because the way we're raised, and again, in this country, we may not have the tools that we had needed or the modeling of getting through some kind of trauma. There's different kinds of trauma, terrible car accidents that weren't your fault that you you couldn't have done anything about it or your spouse walking away or the market changing and, and business changing. And right now we are facing a lot of automated information and automated machines that's changing our commerce and things like that. But there's some good news. And I'm going to read a couple things here in the book that I that I really liked. And are you making sure you have healing steps for whatever you have gone through in your life that has brought you to this point of needing to start over financially? Because there's some things you can you can do to help yourself, like get a four-legged friend, focus on serving others, find ways of being created, creative. 
become a proud, independent woman. You are. Join a faith-based church-sponsored divorce group. I do recommend Divorce Care. Go to divorcecare.org. I went through that three times. It was really helpful for me. I made my own notes to start playing pickleball, which I have been playing pickleball. I absolutely love it. And I got a new coach. There's join online support groups, create a self-discipline of gratitude, set some goals, invest in creating yourself, just some ideas of what you can do and making new friends or starting something new. Now, I'm going to read a couple of things that some uh, doctors have said that specialize with trauma. Dr. James S. Gordon, author of The Transformation, Discovering Wholeness and Healing After Trauma. And it's true that some experiences are most obviously traumatic, like rape or war, but things like dealing with a serious illness in yourself or family member, the death of someone close, the breakup of a significant relationship, losing a job, leaving community, these can also be traumatic. Don't dismiss the trauma that you've had in your life. Everything that happens to us emotionally or psychologically happens to our bodies as well. So that was the big aha for me is things that have impacted my body that I don't think I was aware of. There's another doctor, Shali Jane, S-H-A-L-I-J-A-I-N. She's associate professor at Stanford School of Medicine, also PTSD specialist, author of The unspeakable mind found that when traumatic thoughts and memories remain unspeakable or unthinkable for too long, they often impede our brain's natural process of recovery after trauma. They become stuck points that inhibit the mental reintegration that is needed for healing to occur. She followed up by saying that PTSD brings disruption to hormone secretion, neurochemistry, and immune system functioning all of which contribute to disease cells, organs, and bodily systems. So she's saying up to 35% of chronic pain patients have PTSD, and there is even a higher overlap between fibromyalgia and PTSD. Now, here's some good news. Is there is such a thing as post-traumatic growth. We're going to call, and that is PTG. That that is a real thing that we don't hear about often enough. There is help. We can experience growth and we can experience the opposite of post-traumatic stress. And we can stop it from being an obstacle and choose to live a happy life with getting help, going for growth, helps us blossom and thrive and build a new meaningful life. It might be different than what we thought, but that's okay if our life is different than what we thought. And I think accepting that, and that's what I have been working on, is my my life is very different than what I thought when I was growing up. But there's always hope. You have God. And I wrote down a prayer that I really like, is that I can embrace life that I can have, even if it's not the life that I imagined, I can still embrace it. There are still some wonderful things happening in my life. For one, 
you're listening to my podcast, <laughs> which I really appreciate so much. And I hope that you've got my book. I have it on sale right now and you can get your very own autograph copy. I would love to write you a note. You can go on womenmovingup.com and order the book where you can have the autograph copy of my book and, and read. There's so much treasure in this book. And I love hearing from you all that are reading my book. And one person told me that I coached recently that she has about underlined every page, which was really cute. I am coaching. I do have openings for coaching. You can email me at Nora at womenstartingover.com or probably the best way to email me is to go to my website, website womenmovingup.com and email me. How can I help you? I want to help you. Make sure you have a coach and I can help you with what's your self-limiting beliefs, move you forward with less money shaming, with increased income in your life, whether you are wanting to be your own business owner, your own CEO, which you are, you are the CEO of your life. I write about that in my book and remember that, which is wonderful. Your mind is what you have that can help you and improving your mind will also improve your income. That's all. And I will see you next time. Well, my friend, thank you for letting me be with you today. Please leave a review so that women that need help can find this podcast. I am Nora Ellen, your host. See you next time on Women Starting Over.